0: The recalling of the story of the two coins put into the treasury by the widow is well known to most of us. We hear it regularly and is generally reflected upon as a sign of the call to be completely generous in all that we have in order to serve God. A legitimate interpretation, one that is reflected also in our first reading from the Book of Kings when the prophet is able to convince the widow to give him just a little bit of the meal and oil that she had left, knowing that he had prophesied that the Lord would not um, allow that to run out before raids came to the earth. It's a sign of the call to be completely and utterly generous with all that we have, everything that we have, even the smallest amount so that it can be used for God's purpose. But I would like to suggest that there's also a darker side, a flip side to the coin, if you like, in what we hear in today's gospel. And we see it in the condemnation that Jesus has for the scribes, those who go around in lengthy robes, being greeted in marketplaces, accepting places of honour in synagogues and at banquets, and reciting lengthy prayers in response to the devouring the houses of widows. And yes, I am very conscious that I'm standing here in very lengthy robes and there will be lengthy prayers said momentarily. The scribes have subverted religion is the context of what Jesus is saying. The two small coins that the widow puts into the treasury are all that she has. Her whole livelihood, as we hear, there is nothing left for her and yes she relies on the generosity of god in response to what she has given but the system of religion that has been put in place is that what has compelled her to do that a system set up by the scribes who have misinterpreted and subverted true faith in God to be the placing of money in the temple treasury so that the temple building, the temple complex could be grand, that they could be recognised as people of significance and importance, that they could have the places of honour. It was all about them and their power, their authority that was rooted very firmly in the temple building. Very shortly after this passage of today's gospel that we hear, we we hear Jesus speak about the destruction of the temple because, as we are reminded in our second reading today, his death and his resurrection makes all that goes on in the temple, the whole system of sacrifices and holocausts of temple taxes, of contributing to the treasury, meaningless. His one sacrifice, once and for all, destroys all of that. And so the scribes, their very source of authority and power, is also destroyed. And they can't see that. He has been preaching this right throughout his public ministry, but they refuse to accept that he has been sent to fulfill the law. And they suggest that they do that simply because that might cause them to not be greeted in marketplaces, to not be given places of honor, to not be the center of other people's lives. The Jewish faith, Jesus argues, the true faith of those who are the people of God has been subverted by something evil, and the scribes will be condemned for it. The widow is all but forced to give everything that she has because the scribes have proclaimed that system. And while Jesus recognizes her absolute generosity, he's also condemning the system that forces her into that place in the first place. There is another option, he says. Here there is a means that buying grace, buying salvation is not possible. It comes through faith in God and that alone. And so as we gather on this day, we are reminded that it's not about a system. It's not about authority. It's not about power. It's about faith in God. Yes, the widow in both the first reading and the gospel are, reminded, are reminders to us of the requirement to be completely generous with God in the hope that God will be generous with us. But it's because of our relationship with God that that comes about, not because of, of a subverted system of religion that sees power and authority as the very core of what it's all about. So... Please do not hear me say, don't put money into the collection. Otherwise, my business manager will lynch me. Well, let's do it for the right reason. Let's do it so the church can be about what we have been entrusted to be about. The mission of reaching out to those who are at the peripheries, those who are at the very margins of society, and proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ constantly, so that they too might have what we have not because they have bought it, but because it's a gift from God that we are entrusted to pass on. So we contribute to the work of the church, not out of power and authority, but because of a commitment to mission that comes because we have received the great gift of God that is Jesus Christ, the one whom we are called to proclaim, the one whom we are called to serve, the one whose life and death life death and resurrection has purchased already salvation for all of us